Surprise, surprise, another brawl. Looks like it. We're talking Wags Miami, and we have a special guest. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> I feel like we're going to be playing this song over and over and over. <laughs> Every week. I'm going to find us a new song. Yeah, it's Dominique's favorite. I hate it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks so much for joining us, After Buzzers. I am Heather Yared, your host for Wags Miami. Super excited to talk to a special guest this evening. But before we do, obviously, I'm going to introduce myself. I'm Heather Yared. You can find me on Twitter. At Heather Yared and on Instagram at Heather Yared. And I have my lovely co hosts here with me this evening. Go ahead, Dominique. Everybody, I'm Dominique Price, your host. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Dominique P underscore E S Q. I'm Jennifer Leone, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jennifer Leone TV. We are super, super excited because we have another lovely wag that has called in for an interview tonight. So excited. Yay. So let's see. Ring-a-ling. Hello, hello. <laughs> hello, ladies. How are you? <laughs> Good. Good. Claudia, thanks so much for joining us this evening. No, of course. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so I personally want to... Cut right to the chase. As always, we know I'm Tell super Tell us direct. all the details. <laughs> <laughs> so so we, had, we had Darnell on last week, and she shed a little bit of light on the relationships and the show and what's going on and what's not going on. And we just would love to hear. There's been a couple things that's been said. You know, there's been a lot of issues from the past that have been brought up, and we see what we see on reality TV. So, so talk to us a little bit about that. What, what are we not seeing? What should we know? Well, um, I, I first wanted to say that the whole insinuation of me being protected on this show was a little ludicrous when I heard you ladies bring that up. I'm like, so in the first episode, the girl who was being called an escort, being called a thought, the second episode, she's a home record and the home record and the third episode she's actually you know they're showing my nudes but I'm being protected I thought that that was just ludicrous there's no way that I could be protected if you know pretty much all these allegations and all of these things are being brought to light when in reality I feel that nobody else is talking about anything that has happened in their life you know four or five years ago I feel like all the ladies were showing their relationship in the present time and I feel that for some reason, my storyline, I couldn't tell it myself. Other mm-hmm. castmates just decided to just tell make me. it their story to tell, which mm-hmm. in reality, I feel that when we all started filming the show, none of us really knew each other. We all met pretty much on set. So me and Astrid, obviously, we knew each other. Darnell and Ashley, you could tell that they knew each other. Um, Vanessa knew them as well. Matisha and Hensha were close. But as far as the group if as a whole we were all just getting to know each other pretty much scene after scene and what was that the whole bringing up the past and and kind of talking about that where did that come from because to us it looked like it was out of the blue well i think it all started with the first episode when hensha came on Mm -hmm. that was actually her her casting tape so right when i uh, got interviewed for castings right away. They asked me, what is your drama with Hensha and Matisha? 
And I had never ha- met Hensha before. Her and I, we had that whole social media hash out that I spoke about on the first episode, just basically her um, coming on my Instagram and pretty much saying the same thing she said on the show. You're an escort, you're a whore, this, that, and the third. But I never knew that it was all about this guy because I had just met this guy. I never had met Hensha before. I didn't know who she was. And I actually found out the whole story on the show through Ashley. That's why if you guys listen to the first episode, you'll hear me tell Ashley, you know, this girl, she came on my social media. She pretty much was saying all these nasty things. That's not somebody that I really want to be around, especially since this is Darnell's engagement um, dinner. I don't want all this drama to resurface during her special moment and pretty much just kill it. Yeah, and we see twice. Twice. She did it again tonight, which we'll talk to you about that in a little bit. But yeah, yeah, that that's it looked like it. It looked But like I it. never mentioned the whole boyfriend thing because that I didn't I didn't know that storyline until it literally got brought up. Um mm. because yeah. So I actually, you know, that that was a, a surprise to me because even on the second episode when I mentioned that I had gone to Paris, which by the way um, me and him dated for three months. It wasn't just like I met him a week and then I flew <laughs> out to Paris. We were that just wondering. <laughs> uh, no, it's funny because I feel like I've I've lived my life so private on social media, on Instagram, on Twitter. Of uh, when I had Facebook, that literally, if you go back to my Instagram account with my like two thousand something pictures, you can see. Um, this is as it was all happening. Obviously, you won't see him in the pictures, but you'll see me flying to Paris, taking pictures in Paris, and just (laughs) traveling back and forth to see him because he was here for a month in Miami. He, uh, we met during my birthday week. We hung out that entire week and that entire month, and then he had to go back to Paris. Uh, We had really cool chemistry. We started dating, and we, I was going back and forth, but I was 23 years old. You know, I was just living life and you know having you. fun and yeah. not really wanting yeah. to settle down who least. doesn't want to go to Paris with a <laughs> right. fine gentleman like we get it here but Claudia you brought up a really interesting point you you used to be a really private person you don't see a lot of you know dating stuff you know on your social media prior to doing the show and now of course they're bringing up all of the skeletons how do you feel about now living such a public life where we're now being able to see the in, inner workings of your relationship? And I just want to say kudos because I really love um, what you've been showing through your relationship. You two are like goals. Super dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I first had my first experience dating an athlete back when I was 20 years old, um, we kind of had a public not public relationship, but we were seen in public and pictures surfaced on the internet. And then I saw all the rumors and everything that comes up out just because you're seen with somebody who's in the public eye and just how you're perceived as a woman, just because, you know, you're, you're seen with an athlete and, you know, you're an Instagram model or something like that. All of a sudden you're a jump off or you're this and you're that. And it's all really negative. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. not just that, but I feel that, I feel like if you, Every person you date or every person that, you know, you start getting to know, if you're going to publicize that, then you're going to have a whole trail on the Internet of just every person that you've been with. And, I mean, I just I just didn't want that. So I waited until I was really sure that I was happy and I was in a stable and steady relationship. And that's why 
you know, I haven't been public with anybody else, and now my relationship with Julius is so public because I'm at that stage in my life where I really have just love, support, stability, a family, and I love that, and that just it gives me life, and I love sharing that because it's it's really the best part of me. Yeah, I mean, you can really tell a difference in this episode of your relationship with Julius compared to the other women. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You mm-hmm. see the quality, the time. Uh, my my question for you in regards to this episode was how happy were you that you did not go <laughs> to her birthday event? Thank Seriously. You for not inviting me. Right? <laughs> she did you a favor. Just, <laughs> oh, my God. She did you a favor. <laughs> that I was... would have been with Astrid just... <laughs> Holding a little champagne cup, is not in the mix. Yeah. Were you getting texts that night and messages and everything? <laughs> no, it's actually funny because I was in Green Bay, but I was flying back to Miami, and I was just looking at all the girls' snaps on um, Snapchat, and I was so jealous because their snaps were just so luxurious <laughs> and it seemed like they were having the time of their lives. Uh, and the next day, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm talking to Astrid and I'm like, hey man, that seemed like it was really fun. And she's like, girl, you don't even know. All hell broke loose. Oh my like, gosh. You... And I'm like, oh my God. If You know, you could be fooled by Snapchat. You never know. Always. Social media oh, always yeah. fools. People only put the good Oh, oh yes. Right? <laughs> you know what came, like, what came to mind for me was I feel like you had been targeted in the other episodes. Like it was always some sort of topic, like you mentioned when the show started um, tonight, with you. And this time it went to Hencha. Now, granted, she did exactly what you just mentioned, which was she brought up in at the at Darnell's engagement party something that shouldn't have been brought up. She mm-hmm. called it out. And then she's doing it again oh. here. Mm-hmm. You know, what what was that like for you to to watch her kind of be on the other side of that with Vanessa tonight. Did anything come up for you? Um, it didn't really for me. I'm just watching it like, yeah, this is exactly why I don't want to be around people like this because it just brings me back. And when I when I referred to them as party girls, I referred to that because I was in that scene. I used to host clubs, you know. I used to be three nights, you know, out of the week just out in the club hosting with my girlfriends and I know what that breeds and I know that that's just dramatic it's catty you have just girls stepping over each other's toes and that's something that I separated myself from even before I started dating Julius it was a year before um Julius and I actually got serious that I was just like you know I'm worn out like this is just (laughs) too much it's too much it's too much work um and it's just it's not for me and being that I have separated (laughs) myself from it I didn't want to you know just jump right back into it out of nowhere um in this uh time of my life right now because it's so unnecessary yeah you you bring up speaking of like I I hear the theme is balance Mm -hmm. when you're talking with Darnell in the episode from last night about this is why I wanted to bring my child you know I wasn't able to embrace that and be 100% present when I was 18 and had my first and this time around I love being in that role when did that click for you that balance what was it that was the trigger for you because that was amazing when I heard that I was like now that's a hell of a Mm -hmm. truthful answer there that's raw that was amazing so when I had my daughter, and I've never really opened up about this either, I had her when I was very young. I was 18 years old. Um, my parents were very, very sheltered. Um, 
they were Jehovah's Witness. So I grew up in a really, really just um, sheltered household where we had so many boundaries and we had so many rules. And I turned 17 and I met this boy, Kiana's dad, and I just fell head over heels in love. And I thought that I knew everything and my parents didn't know what they were talking about. And I left my house because they just were not very fond of him. And I pursued this relationship, which was really unhealthy. It was violent. And um, I ended up pregnant. Everything that my parents told me was going to happen, happened. And I was just stuck in this really unhealthy relationship that I couldn't get out of. I was just very emotionally drained. And the only way that I got it out of that relationship is because he, it got so bad that he went to jail. And I was six months pregnant. Um, and I just had no choice. I couldn't be with him. He was in jail and I kind of had to face reality and see that, hey, you know, you're having this baby and if you can't find strength for yourself, you have to find the strength for your child and you have to just persevere and overcome this. And I had so much, I was battling with so much at the time that I really didn't embrace, you know, motherhood. I was coming out of a really destructive relationship. I was healing. I had to um, stop school and, and start working because I had to provide for Kiana and thank God for my parents because they were just so supportive and, you know, had my back as far as watching her the entire time. But I missed out on a lot of those first years and I didn't want that to happen with Amari. Um, I'm in a relationship now with Julius and I have so much support, so much love, and it's completely, it's completely different. It's completely different than, than it was back then. And wow. I cherish that. I appreciate that. And that's, you know, that's why I, that's what I was trying to convey or explain to Darnell. Well, you did well. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, the depth. Yeah. I mean, I've always thought you had depth. There's something about, I feel like, uh, I mean, I'm making an assumption here, but a lot of times naturally beautiful women will be targeted as like being fake and being this. It's actually, I think, sometimes more difficult when you're attractive. You have people come down more hard on you. So with that assumption that can happen, I feel like tonight you absolutely, um, we got to see that. And this also explains why they say, oh, she's reserved. Like she holds in, she tries to be like, oh, my pearls, but you grew up in a you said Jehovah's Witness is that what your parents were yes my parents wow. were Jehovah's yeah so like this is a big step for you to even probably be on the show and be this open so kudos to you that's that's awesome like I love I love hearing this thank you so much for sharing that Did yeah you, thank and you honestly the whole the whole reason why I had to bring my nanny was because I was literally told about the trip and the dates two days before mm-hmm. and those were we have a calendar where we um tell them you know, when we're working, what days. I travel back and forth between Miami and Green Bay. Normally, I move up to Green Bay for the season, but because we were filming WAGs, I've been traveling back and forth. I also have um, an active wear line, and I also am the face for this online boutique, Hot Mommy Style. Mm-hmm. So my schedule was very busy, very hectic, and I had days that I just couldn't film and I couldn't shoot. And these two days that we were going to be in Bimini were the exact two days that Julius was flying in because he caught a break in Green Bay and he was coming to see me and the kids. So I was really mad, you know, (laughs) but I had to just, you know, suck it up and go. My mom ended up staying with um, Kiana. So I have two kids as well. So leaving both of them with my mom, she's got her hands full, her hands full. And uh, I have my nanny who, just because you have a live-in nanny, 
you know, we're in the United States, there are labor laws, <laughs> not, you know, on call 24-7. So I couldn't just leave Amari behind and just have her work a whole 48 hours straight because wow. she doesn't work nights. I'm with him from 7 p.m. until he wakes up the next morning. So that's why I chose to have her travel with me because she would uh, do her job, take care of him during the day while I was working, and then at night, when I was done filming, I would just go in and take over. Got it, got it, got it. Totally get it. None of us have kids, so I don't think any of us are judging whatever your parental decisions were to bring your child. And I commend you for even being willing to go out of town and still bring your nanny. A lot of people, you know, just would have said, forget it, I'm not going. But you did take that extra step, you know, to try and, you know, um, have fun with the girls and be there. So it sucks that the, you know, trip end up going the way it did you know but one of the things that I see a lot is that although this is reality TV you know you agree to completely put your entire life out there and have no control over editing and so I think a lot of the stuff that you've shared with us I'm just like wow you truly never know a person's history or know what they've been through and so kudos to you for you know your openness and sharing this with us but so far from what you've seen in the four episodes that have aired do you feel like you are properly being portrayed do you feel like they're they're showing what actually happened. Um, are you agreeing with the storyline that they are trying to mold you into? Well, my purpose for coming on the show is because I had just launched my activewear line and I really wanted that to be my main storyline because me taking sexy pictures, like I've done this. <laughs> I've right. done this my entire <laughs> career. I was taking butt naked pictures when I was pregnant. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, Go girl. It's not anything that's new to me. You know, it's not a new storyline. Julius does want me to be more conservative, but it's not something that bothers him. My main storyline, I mean, I just shot a billboard for for my uh, the boutique, but none of that was covered. Me and developing my my line, that did, they were like, no, that's not your storyline. Uh-huh. Astrid has her bikini yeah. line. Darnell has her line. That's too many lines. No, that's not your storyline. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's also why I was a diva on the show because I'm like, okay, so you're basically telling me and letting these other girls tell my story for me. When I come up with storylines, you tell me it's not my storyline. So yeah, I'm not I'm not going to be <laughs> all happy showing up to set like, oh yeah, let's talk about these nudes. Oh yeah. Let's talk about me being an escort. No. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's it's definitely one of those things that like really frustrates me about reality TV because you truly have no control over the storyline that they put you in. And trust me, I've been there, girl. Like, <laughs> I've been there. I get it. Um, but, you know, that, that brings me to another point. Like, you know, I always tell myself, like, hindsight, what would I have told Dominique prior to agreeing to do this show and now that it's kind of unfolding this way would you still have told yourself to do it you know months ago when you signed on the dotted lines I mean this has been an experience for me and Darnell tweeted about it the other day she was just like well you wanted to you quit the show every week because literally I did <laughs> every week I was like fuck this I don't know if I'm on the curse you can say curse words <laughs> Um, but you know, it's, it's a learning experience. And at the end of the day, it, I think that Jules and I relationship, it really, it solidifies our relationship because I know there's a lot of talk and there's a lot of gossip and there's all these websites just pretty much just running their mouth on whatever Mm -hmm. they make our relationship out to be. And I think it really portrays our relationship in a great light. And I'm really happy about that. Even though all these, all this other nonsense is out, I'm just happy that 
you know, the family is portrayed in a good light. So, a hundred percent. I truly feel that your family is portrayed in the best light, but that is reality. It's not right. the editing. It's, 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 a, the it's a give or take. Exactly. So, while some girls' relationships, I feel like, aren't getting that much light, we yeah. do get a chance to see yours with the hindsight, knowing that they might not be training your business or what yeah. you do, you know, for work correctly. You know, it's a give or take with reality. So, yeah. Right. Thank you, you for clarifying. Yeah. In your next outlet, you should definitely write something or at least have some sort of a verbal show vlog, maybe, about how to keep a man happy because clearly you're doing a great job. Acing it, girl. Yeah. Tell us yeah. your secrets. <laughs> Just FYI. So we we want to definitely promote your line. So tell us again the name of your, it's, you said it's sportswear, athletic mm-hmm. wear? Yes, it's Bear Ava. You can follow it on Instagram right now because our website is down. Um, I'm integrating our shopping cart or our, our website into a shopping cart on my com because it gets more traffic. So mm, Wonderful. Okay, well, we great. are all workout girls, so yeah, if you want to send go, a package to AfterBuzz, <laughs> we will definitely support. <laughs> yeah, we'll wear it on the show. We, you know, we'll definitely promote you. Follow. And one more thing, one more thing I wanted to clear up. Yes, um, please. Yes. Those nudes because I was really caught off guard when that came up at the beach and you could see me at the end of the episode where I'm just really over it and I try to put on a hard face at the beach but when we con- when we came back to the to the room I was just like breaking down and literally in tears because this was from a photo shoot I did when I kind of first started getting some um, notoriety I guess as an Instagram model and developing a fan base and we did a test shoot for Playboy with this photographer, Joel Alvarez, who pretty much oh, discovered I love me, put me on the mat. Hello? Hello, sorry. <laughs> I love Joel. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Um, he does the Black Take Project. So we did this test shoot for Playboy. The pictures came back, and honestly, that was my first time posing nude. It, they weren't my favorite. <laughs> so we pulled the plug. He really wasn't happy with them either. And then years later, I wanted to make this like really cool coffee table book for my boyfriend and I wanted to incorporate some sexy pictures and I knew there were some in the batch that weren't just completely horrific (laughs) so I went back and I had some of these um, edited and then all of a sudden years later when I'm actually nine months pregnant with um, Amari these pictures get put on an Instagram saying like Claudius and Pedro escort this Instagram followed all of his teammates followed all of his coaches and was just like DMing them with these pictures so these pictures were actually leaked and this happened when I was nine months pregnant Wow. wow and they were like soliciting all of his teammates so this was like a traumatic experience for me. So the fact wow. that it was being brought up as like, oh, this is what you did when you had a, and and you had a daughter. Like, no, this isn't what I did. I mean, I could have posed for Playboy, and trust me, if I had news, they would be on a magazine somewhere, right. but Get not coin, being girl. leaked on Tumblr with Mm-mm. my damn C-section scar popping. You know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, that's, I'm so glad you cleared the air with that. That is like really, really crazy. I'm just like, this is why I scream at people to make sure you have those media releases intact because people can just do anything with your photos. It's absolutely crazy. But I would love for us to like end on a high note. Well, I want to know, I want to know real quick, what's going on with you and Vanessa now? Speaking of that, thank you for clearing that up. These nudes were not what it was portrayed on the show. So how is that relationship with Vanessa? Is there still one right now? No, I love Vanessa. She showed these pictures to Ashley because her, Darnell, and Ashley knew each other from before, but 
didn't know me and Astrid. So I guess she had seen those pictures and she was just like, hey, look, this is one of the girls that we're filming with. Yeah. Um, and then Ashley, you know, took it upon herself to make it a storyline. Gotcha. So mm. I know. Gotcha. It wasn't. You know, it wasn't Vanessa being just completely an asshole. Gotcha. <laughs> wow. wow. Well, Claudia, thanks so much for joining us. We love that you cleared the air, gave us all the good details and facts, and then yes. a couple of exclusive information about yourself and your history and background. And we love you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. We love Thank you, you. ladies. Yes. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yes. All right. Well, you have yourself a wonderful evening. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Good night. Bye. Bye. Wow. I love her, though. That love is awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not one that likes to talk about editing and how it's not. You know, reality is reality. Right. We can't take away from the shows without, um, you know, we have to give what the fans see. That's their world. If we mix it up, it's bad. But that is wild. Yeah. Her parents, her background, that was amazing. It makes so much sense. It does. It does. And I think, Jen, you were telling me something about Julius. We didn't ask yeah. her about it because we knew it. But what happened with the um, with the drug thing? He's cleared. The sports? Awesome. He's cleared. I was going to say, you know, congratulations. But, <laughs> you know. Good. So he's cleared from that. Yeah, That's great. yeah. Their relationship in this episode, astounding. I know. It was so sweet. Her and seeing how on. much he loves her. I love that. Me too. Me too. But, you know, did you all know that? Did the fans still write? <laughs> Mail? No, but that was so cute. I didn't know. And to the house, not even like a PO box. No, it gets it gets it gets sent to the team first. And then oh, the team okay. Sends it. They don't have their personal. I was gonna say yeah. they. Okay, that yeah. makes sense then. All right. I thought that was awesome when I saw that. I was like, oh my gosh, fan mail still exists. Yeah, <laughs> and and we sent like an actual like pen, pen for yeah. that. How cute. Yeah, that Love was it. great. That was great. So speaking of. Sending pins. Let's talk about sending some shade, okay? Uh, the core of this show, birthday brawl. And boy, did we have a brawl. Right. We see a lot of the cliques in this episode, okay? We have the Darnell, Ashley, Vanessa. We did see Vanessa play both sides. We got Vanessa, her real self. I think we saw her mm-hmm. this time. What did you guys think of that? Her showing emotion and all of those things. I think she she said it herself. I think she kind of bottles her emotions in. So I think that's why you only get this exterior, like, I'm hard, I can do this um, kind of mentality. And I think it's because she doesn't want to deal with maybe some of the things that may be going on in her relationship, which are really it's really, really sad. But I was happy to see, you know, Ashley and Darnell take the time out to actually sit her down and have a conversation with her that she may not have been willing to open up with, with a gr- in a group setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, definitely bottled things up. Um, I don't blame her at all because the way that Hensha came at her, I felt that that was so wrong. Um, I just... Hensha, to me, is like the main pot stirrer. You think so? Over Ashley? Ooh. (laughs) Ooh. It's a tight race. Yeah, it is. It is. I I think the difference between Ashley's drama and Hensha's drama is that I feel like Ashley is trying to be a little bit more constructive in why she's actually bringing stuff up. Right. She asked her. I feel like Hinchin was trying to like pull the rug from under her. Like if you listen to one of her um, confessionals, she makes a point of saying, 
it was because she was so happy and talking about how things were so great in her relationship. And I hate stuff like that. Like, because you see me happy, you think you click to think, oh, now I should let her know this information. That's how wrong. about when you first met me? I would have taken you to a, the side and been like, homegirl, let me put you up on some game. Absolutely. And the way she brings it up to Matisha at the store, you know I'm not fake, right? She said that you know I'm not fake. Why would she even say what that? What does that have to do with anything? Yeah. As validation. Yeah. For that I'm not being like messy. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. In the in the dinner, Bagatelle, I have something to tell you later. I would have been your, so- But did you notice how she was smiling with kind of like a snicker the entire way she said it? To me, I felt like, and while Vanessa was rightfully so irritated, was I didn't feel like her intention for bringing it up at dinner, for even the contents of the information, was genuine. She wasn't telling her that to help her. Oh, not at all. Especially right after she was talking about how happy she was in her relationship. It was to bring her down. It was for a reason. And you're right. She was smiling like, oh, by the way, I have something to tell you that'll just, you know, blow your mind. Vanessa brought up a really good point when they got to the hotel and she said, you have my number. You could have called me. You could have texted yep. me. She still hadn't tried to do either once they got to the hotel, that which, was a story which sounds like days away. Oh, totally a story play. Mm-hmm. Like, producers will tell you, please don't do X, Y, Z until you guys are all together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you, I mean, it is what it is, you yeah. know? So it's like you kind of have to understand both sides. Like, okay, she may not have had really sour intentions for waiting to not call her. But then again... Girl code is girl code, and she could have told her that offline. Oh, another girl code theme here. Mm-hmm. There are tons. Maybe I'll write a book. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was interesting that Ashley heavily took up for Vanessa in that moment. When Astrid pulled Vanessa to the bathroom, she was like, why did you bring that up? Why did you have to do that? But when she did the Claudia episode one, I think it was, or two, she was like, we might as well talk about it now. We have to talk about it sometime. I think there's, you a, notice diff- I think there's a difference. It's one thing about you telling me that some chick has slept with my dude. And me trying to clear the air so that everyone's on the same page as far as of shade that you've kind of shared about one person over Mm -hmm. the others. So I think the level of information is different. Like, I could care less if you telling me, like, girl, she she called you a hoe in in a group setting. But you telling me that my my boo is sleeping with hoes? That's a a different time and place. Different. I don't agree. I think that either way, it's someone coming at somebody with information that's not pleasant. Whether it's calling me a hoe or whether it's about the guy that I'm with, there's there's a difference in the way she's being treated. Claudia, 110% was being treated, is being treated differently by these women, but it's not like they're hiding it. Ashley has blatantly said, I don't do plastics. And that's how she feels Claudia is. She said that on the show. Oh, I thought we were talking about the Hintra storyline. I yeah. didn't know we were talking comparing Claudia. Well, well, Ashley, what I originally talked about was Ashley taking up for Vanessa and her not taking up for Claudia. And you guys mentioned that it was apples and oranges. This was girl on girl. This was girl on guy. So I'm saying the whole, like, Ashley, it's, it's apparent that she just doesn't like like Claudia, so her taking up for them to me it seemed different. But I see what you're I, saying. I, yeah. I mean, I'm p- calling out something that's blatant. It's not like they're sitting there acting fake. She was just like, "No, I don't want Claudia at my birthday, and I just don't like her." But it, it's it is really extreme. I can only imagine what it's like in real life because that was really intense. Mm. What was funny though is when they started talking about vibrators. I thought that was a, Vanessa comes off as the one that would never try a vibrator. That's what no she said. videos, no pictures. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm a freak when, you know, I'm in my bedroom, but. <laughs> okay. 
I guess I won't get a comment. I was about to ask questions, but I'm sure you guys won't answer if I ask. No, I I mean, I'm all for it. But my thing is, I get where she was coming from. Like, I would never send a video. I don't Because I, I mean, the same way Claudia was just talking about how these nudes got leased from, you know, the photographer, however they got out into the mainstream, I'm not putting anything to ever be mainstream. So I got where Vanessa was coming from. Like, relationships sometimes have an expiration date, and if that happens and these are still in his possession, I want to make sure that they're not going to be on TMZ tomorrow. So I got where she was coming from. So I, I kind of get the whole process of, like, keeping it to the bedroom or maybe Snapchat. Because we know uh, it'll delete. I don't I know. Always, I just always, something. I always say, I, I always did not like Snapchat because I was like, Snapchat's for whores. And everyone's like, I always do my Janice Rossi mm-hmm. like accent when I do that from Goodfellas. But I say, that's what it's for. Dick pics and like titty mm-hmm. pics. Like, oh, check it out. It's going to disappear. Mm-hmm. But no. People can still save them. Really? Oh, oh no, yeah. they can now. They can yeah, now. You can say, yeah. yeah. Well, not. Well, I mean, you could plug it into your computer and oh, when that's you open. Oh, too much. <laughs> I know. Too much. You, t- you took it happened. to another level. I'm like, hey. I'm not doing it. I'm curious. A lot of the conversation that comes up with these women is obviously that the athletes have commitment phobia, that they mm-hmm. don't want to commit. Do you guys see this as really men that are just like, oh, I'm a commitment phobe? Or do you see it as loose lips? And when I say loose lips, I mean women who are just always ready to spread their legs so they have no type of it's know. opportunities i no i actually think it's a it's a number of things i don't think you can classify it as one like oh it's because there's a plethora of women at their door um i think a lot of it has to do with trust issues as far as wanting to protect themselves because they have so many people that are like give me give me give me give me give me not knowing what someone's true intentions are for being in the relationship. The fact that there are a plethora of women. I just feel like there's so much that goes into why an athlete does or doesn't settle down. I mean, let, let's look at Vanessa. She said that she's been in this relationship for going on eight years and they're not married yet. I think um, that doesn't surprise me. So the hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. I wanted to talk it's about crazy. that. That's bullshit. I have always said to my friends and dad as a joke, but it's really not a joke. I say, if I was the girl that could hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil, I'd be married by now. Because that is what women are doing. You've already just said that's crazy. I personally could not do it. No, no, no. Really? No, I have a big mouth. Yeah. So you guys, so what I hear you saying is you've left, if you found something out, you've left the dude. Mm-hmm. And you've asked and you've gotten curious. Oh, 100% I would leave. Me too. Wow. I just, I can't be a doormat. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just in our personalities. Well, I think for me, it's more so like, I'm going to ask you about it, <laughs> but I will, for the most part, trust your answer until I'm given proof otherwise. Mm. Um, mm. Like, don't get me wrong. I may do a little investigation to check your answer <laughs> out, but I'm, for the most part, I'm going to believe you. I, I have like a three strike rule. The first time I ask you about something, it's going to be totally on the honor code. The second time I ask you, I may have to do a little digging. The third time, I'm out. What if he cleans up everything and doesn't? <laughs> mm-mm, 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 no, I mean mm-mm. you could go through his phone and there could be nothing. But I he will could never be... go through someone's phone. Yeah. I will, oh, I will then tell what's you your that. investigating? That's what oh, I assume. Oh, you know, I got little birdies. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> she can't say got that it. on air. She can't say that. Gotcha. I can't release all my secrets. Just, Just know wondering. That I don't know. I, because you know, in in situations like that, people can know that you know and then they'll be like, "All right, I'm gonna take five months off and then go back to being the way I was before." Dominique is always watching. <laughs> right, just wondering. I was I was wondering if it was the eight year thing. If because they were together for eight years, because she brought up, am I wasting my time? Is this something that, like, what am I doing? Well, yeah. I think it, it really gets back to identifying what you want. And I think if you have gone in 
along with this relationship of not establishing what you want out of the relationship, it's never going to be what you want. Like if he thinks you're okay with just being his girlfriend or his fiance of 20 years, he's going to allow that to draw out. Absolutely. Um, you kind of have to say like, hey, I'm in this relationship because eventually I could see myself marrying you. Um, and if he responds to you like, hey, I never want to get married or, oh, I don't think you're marriage material. That's kind of where that conversation needs to happen and it sounds like she may not well no there. they well they did because he said I'll marry you when I'm 30 right and so that they started again, when they were 22 right so. So then she said again <laughs> on tonight's episode that they went to a wedding and that he kind of started saying it danced around the idea of maybe proposing do you think when guys do that though they're just saying that to like cover up like when he's like, "Oh, uh, I had a dream that I that you left me and my heart was broken." It's like she I feel said, that's she said a that's red a sign. Flag. Yeah, she said she told him I'd like to respond where she was like, "That's a sign, boy. Yeah. Did you do it?" But my first thought was he cheated. My first thought was right. something must have happened for him to call and play that epic monologue over the phone. Exactly. Sure. That's what I think. So immediately when he said that, I'd be like, "All right." All right. Yeah. Hang up, <laughs> then call in and do the research. <laughs> I'm just glad that even though we had another brawl, right? We had another fight. I'm glad that we got to see the real Vanessa here. Yeah. She went at Hincha at the pole. They <laughs> both stood up and they started going after it. A fight. Hincha was... I was yeah. really surprised at Hincha's demeanor in this situation. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know that you were wrong. You knew going into this that you were going to like maybe apologize and... You know, because the way Vanessa showed up, she really threw that plan out the door and was extremely defensive and took it to a low. I I personally felt like Hincha was the aggressor in this situation because I felt like all Vanessa was saying was, I don't want to talk about this here. Like, drop it. Let's have a good day and move on. Yeah, Hincha came too hard. Hincha came way too hard. For no reason. And wrong. Strong and wrong right. was Hincha's storyline. Yes. And Matisha, how, how funny was her so face? Her. She was like, time. she was like this. She was like, uh huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, she right. literally was not okay. Yeah, when <laughs> Ashley came up. I and, genuinely oh. felt bad for her this I episode. I did, too. Because even when she goes back into the girls to kind of say bye, she gets, like, mauled. Like, whatever. Like, I was yeah. like, yeah, she have a nice trying, life. Right, she, nice life. I was like, was really unnecessary. Like, Vanessa, I need you to grow up a little bit because this has nothing to do with Matisha. Like, she was just trying to be a good friend because she's kind of in the middle here. You know, and she could have just left and not said anything to the girls, but she felt like she owed it to them to go and say bye. And then, you know, Matisha's a really nice person. It looks she like is. it. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think there's any other way to cut it. I mean, every time you see her, the one thing that I saw her do with Astrid's show, I thought that was not. She did not own being late at all. She was just like, I'm trying to help you here. And I wanted to be like, well, then don't spread yourself so thin. But at least she said yes. Right. Regardless in this one, she got eaten up. Yeah. Every time these shows end, I'm just so surprised because... I removed myself, I guess, from having a lot of women in my life like that. But, I mean, we really do see some hardcore clicks. Oh, yeah. Show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big I time. think it's hard not to have clicks in life. There are just certain people that you gravitate towards and you're like, okay, this is my kind of people. Um, especially when you have a large group of women like this, they're going to kind of like pop off um, into different clusters. But I think Claudia made a good point today. She was like, you know, her and Astrid were friends before this. 
Matisha and Hincha were friends before this. Darnell and Ashley were friends before this. And I think Vanessa's kind of somewhere in there in between. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, when you're put in an environment where you are legit filming for hours every day and you don't know all the women that are around you, instead of trying to get to know other women or really put yourself out there or be vulnerable on camera, you're just going to be vulnerable to the person to your left that you already know um, because you know they're not going to try any funny business. And I think that's what we're seeing play out. Well, speaking of knowing... Let's talk about some predictions. What we may know is coming. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Jennifer, we'll start with you. Well, Darnell, poor Darnell, I feel like something's going to go down there. And uh, we'll see some breakups and we'll see some, I guess, some things, good things happen. Yeah. Very good. I'm scared. Dom, what you say, girl? I am really excited to see this conversation between Ashley's boyfriend and her dad. Philip um, and his dad? Yes. We're getting ready to see um, Philip and um, Ashley's dad as Philip is getting ready to potentially ask Ashley to marry him. Mm. And I love a good proposal. Yes. Oh, let's see. What do I predict? I predict, again, that all of the singles are going to remain single for the rest of the show. Mm. Simple as that. Maybe someone will join the single ladies boat. All the single ladies, all the single ladies. Oh, good. I always have to break out in some sort of song. It's okay. We're here for it. Clearly, we started dancing. Well, guys, thanks so much for tuning in tonight for episode four. Wags Birthday Brawl. I am one of your hosts, Heather Yared. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Heather Yared. And lovely ladies to my left, where can they find you? And you know you can find me, Dominique Price, on Twitter and Instagram at Dominique P underscore E-S-Q. I'm Jennifer Leone. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jennifer Leone TV. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 